A conversation I had recently brought up a critique against Christianity that I think is an important one to address. And in this episode, I'd like to at least start to do just that. Stay tuned. Hello friends, Pastor Tim Westermeyer here, senior pastor of St. Philip the Deacon in the western suburbs of Minneapolis. Good to be with you as always. Um, before we begin this, the content of this episode, uh, a invitation or request, which would be, if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, thank you, first of all, uh, would you consider subscribing uh, to the channel? We're trying to get to a particular milestone and every subscription, matter, subscription matters, um, so thank you. If you're listening to this on a audio-only podcast service, and I know we have some listeners, and again, thank you, I'm glad you're here. Um, if you would also not mind hopping over to YouTube and subscribing to the Reflections on Faith YouTube channel, that would be great. And similarly, if you watch this typically on Facebook, which I know a lot of people at the church do, um, as a favor, if you would be willing to just find the Reflections on Faith uh, channel on YouTube and subscribe, that would be wonderful. It'd be it would help us expand the reach of this um, podcast and, and connect with others who may find these messages meaningful. So thanks for considering that. Today, um, Boy, I have a lot on my mind today, and I'm going to try to keep this uh, compact. I'm, I have a feeling we're going to end up turning this or extending this into two or three episodes. Um, and I'm thinking here again of a meeting I had, a conversation I had with a member of the church that was wide-ranging a number of weeks ago, and I, we've already done one episode about that. Um, I think it, the title was something about uh, mystery and paradox, and be, be humble, uh, mystery and paradox in Christianity or something like that. We'll, we'll connect to that uh, episode up above if you want to take a look at that if you haven't. That, again, the, the conversation I had with this gentleman was wide-ranging, and we talked a, about a lot of important things. That other episode focused on the book of Revelation and some uh, unsettled feelings this gentleman was having, I guess I would say, about people who were reading the book with him in a Bible study and had a, uh, an overly developed sense of clarity, let's say, about what the book was saying and about people who were in and people who were out. So that was a portion of our conversation. Uh, another portion of our conversation, though, was uh, different people uh, saying to this gentleman, uh, critiquing Christianity, basically, uh, by saying, well, you Christians think you have the truth, and because of that, you're automatically judgmental of other people. I want to be. I'm, I'm going to respond to that. But let me on the front end. Let me be very clear. I am not claiming that there are not judgmental Christians. Okay, there are Christians who behave very badly in the world. There always have been. Um, I'm talking sort of about something else in this episode. That's a. I'm trying to respond to the the heart of that. Um, critique, I guess, and I'm not sure I'm going to do it very well, but let's give it a try. So again, these people are saying to the individual I'm, I'm meeting with, you Christians say that, and I'll be very specific, that the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus are true, that they happened, and then the connection is, therefore, Christians are, by definition, uh, unfair, exclusive, mean, selfish, Pick your language. And again, I will say it again. 
Christians over the centuries have been all those things, mean, selfish, um, unfair, exclusivist. That's, I, I'm not talking about that right now. I'm talking about, I'm gonna call it a logical fallacy in the connection they're making, okay? So let me try to make that point. Again, I'm focusing on sort of the logic of that argument. Because you say Christianity is true, you are therefore being exclusive. I don't think that's a fair argument. And, and I'm gonna lift up three examples that I hope reinforce this point, okay? If I say to you, uh, two plus two equals four, would your response be, well, Tim, you are being unfair and exclusivist to all the other numbers that aren't four. They should have the opportunity to be part of that formula as well. That wouldn't enter your mind because, again, two plus two equals four is true. There's no sort of moral judgment about it. It's just a fact. Second, similar point, a geographic one. I'm sort of making these up. If you have better examples of these, I'm open to them. These are the ones that came to mind. If I say to you, well, California is on the west coast of the United States, your impulse, I don't think, would be to say, well, Tim, let's, let's slow down here. You're offending uh, north, south, and east because they can't be part of what California's doing out there on the West Coast. No, you would say, well, yeah, okay, it's on the West Coast. What a, that's a fact, right? Similarly, in the third and final example I'll lift up on this front is a historical one. If I say to you, well, the Allies on D-Day landed on Normandy beaches, or Normandy Beach, there were five of them, I think, the beaches that make up Normandy, um, you wouldn't say, yeah, I don't like that. It's unfair. They should have invaded all the beaches in the world so that it could be more, I don't know, inclusive or something. Again, that's sort of not the point. The point is, this is what happened, and now we're going to talk about it. I don't know if that makes any sense at all. It may not, but I, again, I'm just saying Christians claim in the same way that two plus two equals four, that California is on the west coast of the United States and that the Allies invaded Normandy Beach on D-Day, we claim that the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus happened, okay? Now, again, hear me out here. If you wanna challenge that and say, Tim, I don't believe they happened, fine. We can have a discussion about that. Uh, we can debate that. Absolutely, for 2,000 years, people have done that. Uh, and in, very importantly, just because we claim in the truth of the life, death, and resurrection, it doesn't mean we automatically uh, comprehend or understand the meaning of that event. And we can have a conversation about that as well, just as we could have a conversation about the meaning of the Allied landing on Normandy at D-Day. Just because you know the fact, in other words, doesn't automatically mean you fully understand uh, how it's gonna impact the world and history and so forth. So uh, there's a lot more I wanna say, and again, we're gonna extend this to, for a couple of more um, episodes, I think. And again, if there's some feedback about this, I would absolutely welcome that. But my very modest, my modest point isn't that uh, what I'm saying automatically makes Christianity true, okay? I'm making a more modest point than that, which is just because Christians claim that the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus is true, uh, 
that doesn't mean we're automatically jerky, mean, exclusivist, or that we look down on other religions, which is part of what I want to get at in the next episode. So, um, again, I, this conversation I had with this gentleman a few weeks ago covered a wide range of topics, as I mentioned. This was another important one that I wanted to try to address. I'm not sure I did it very well. Um, so if I didn't, let me know and maybe we'll give a go at it next time. But uh, in the meantime, as always, be well, stay in touch, and God bless. Mm -hmm.